I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, I, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Welcome into the 49ers Access Podcast. My name is Sterling Bennett, and today we are going to discuss a Nick Bosa contract negotiation update. We got it about, I don't know, 3 o'clock Pacific time uh, here in the Bay Area, and I thought, okay, no one's really talking about this. Is it true? Is it not true? Should we be worried about where Nick Bosa's contract negotiations stand? Are you worried where Nick Bosa's contract negotiations stand. I've seen many fans out there saying that why hasn't he signed yet? Um, Why hasn't John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan got this thing figured out yet? And why isn't the San Francisco 49ers best defensive player in the building following week one of the preseason? And why this new report says he might even miss week one, if not more, of the NFL regular season, about 26 days away from... Week 1 in Pittsburgh against the Steelers. So 26 days to get this thing done. Uh, I think this thing, this contract negotiation, this contract extension will get done uh, in a matter of days. I I would assume it'll happen shortly after week 2 of the preseason. But if it doesn't, um, we're going to see this talk ramped up over time. And we're going to have fans hitting, you know, the alert button, hitting, you know, the, the you know, the, You got to get this done, (laughs) John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan. So today we are going to discuss this new Nick Bosa contract negotiation. And I first want to toss this out to you. Would you be concerned with where the Niners edge position is right now if they took this current group without Nick Bosa into the regular season? I'm talking Drake Jackson, Clellan Farrell, Alex Barrett, Kerry Hyder, uh, Robert Beal Jr., Taco Charlton, maybe even someone like a, a Breland Speaks. Uh, there are a lot of players currently on this team. Austin Bryant that you know are going to make this roster. Some have high, have high potential. Some are just veteran players to kind of fill a gap in the meantime. But how would you feel if that group went into the regular season this year uh, without Nick Bosa if he doesn't indeed sign prior to week number one? Now, I would assume like many of you, I would say... Uh, I, I don't like that. <laughs> I'm not a fan of going into the regular season without your best defensive player going into uh, week one of a arguably, if not the most, one of the most important seasons in Kyle Shanahan's tenure in San Francisco. The plan is to win it all. Every game matters. You have to start off hot. You don't want to be three and five or four and four to begin the season and having your best defensive player on the field Getting after the quarterback, forcing turnovers, getting pressure is a big part of what San Francisco wants to do defensively here. It also helps the secondary. So would you be comfortable with that group? Drake Jackson, Cleveland Farrell, Taco Charlton, Breland Speaks maybe, Kerry Hyder, Alex Barrett, uh, Austin Bryant going into the regular season with no Nick Bosa. 
How would you feel with that? I would assume you would say, I'm not a big fan. Um, and keep this in mind. If you're saying, oh, one week, whatever, no big deal. Uh, Nick Bosa had 90 of San Francisco's pressures last year and tallied 48 quarterback hits, which was 12 more than any other player. We all know he led the NFL in sacks last year, 18 and a half, I believe is that number, but also one reigning or one defensive player of the year and is the reigning defensive player of the year coming into the 2023-2024 season. So let's talk about what this update is. What has me worried? Uh, should we all be worried about where Nick Bosa uh, lands in this contract negotiation talks? But first, I want to address the elephant in the room. If you're watching on YouTube, yes, I'm wearing a greenish pea green tie-dye t-shirt. Um, I want to show you exactly what's on it because, well, I think it'll blow your mind. Um, it is a a Shrek t-shirt. <laughs> I'm wearing a Shrek tie-dye t-shirt I got for uh, Christmas this past year. And I thought I'd share it with you today because just like Nick Bosa's contract negotiations, Shrek has layers. This negotiation has layers. It's an onion, folks. It has layers. These contract negotiations have layers. So what is the update we've been talking about and kind of hinting at for the first five minutes of the show? Tony Pauline of Sports Kita says, Sources say there have been very little communication between the player representatives and their respective teams, that being Nick Bosa and the San Francisco 49ers. Sources also tell me the Bosa situation could last a while, and it's not out of the question. The three-time Pro Bowler could miss the start of the season due to the contract dispute. So right there you have it. Tony Paulina Sports Kita has said that there's been very little communication between Nick Bosa and the organization, and because of it, he could miss, or could be out for a while, but could miss week one of the regular season. Is this a big deal? Of course it's a big deal. Why would you not want your best player on the field come week one? My question would be, why has nobody else mentioned this? Why aren't the Mike Silvers, Tim Kawakami's, Matt Mayoko's, Adam Schefter's, Jeremy Fowler's, uh, why aren't the big boys talking about this stuff? And if that name, Paul, uh, Tony Pauline, rings a bell to you, and, and, and it should if you're a Niner fan, because think back to last offseason during the NFL draft, that name made headlines. I believe it was the night before or two nights prior to the 2022 NFL draft, Tony Pauline of the then Pro Football Network said the New York Jets had a godfather deal in place for Debo Samuel. Well, I think we know how that went. <laughs> um, we learned there was no godfather deal for Debo Samuel. Uh, I believe that deal happened to be like a third-round pick and a fifth-round pick, which was not even close. Maybe Tony Pauline's never seen The Godfather. Or maybe he's only seen Godfather 3, because that's a letdown if that's a Godfather deal to you, Tony Pauline. In all due respect, uh, youth believe you have someone in the building. Maybe you do. Maybe you are correct here, but with the history you have... Inside this building in the past year or so, um, I don't want to lend credit to this, but I want to get ahead of it because not many fans have seen this. Um, not many 
publications have picked it up. Not many sources being Schefter and Fowler and Mayoko and Kawakami and Silver have uh, said anything against it or for it. So this is the only report and update we've had from Nick Bosa's contract negotiations really since he didn't show up to OTAs in minicamp initially and since he hasn't shown up to training camp to begin this, what, month-long stretch into preseason. So right now, if this is indeed true, and the rumor is, or the sources say to Tony Pauline, that Nick Bosa is may not show up for week one of the NFL season, hey, John Lynch, I get you like to nitpick and, and, and prog. I, I get it. You want to make sure this deal fits what you want. Um, there are people outside of the building that believe the deal's already done. They're just telling them don't come into the office. Um, I don't believe that. Uh, I do think there's an offer on the table. It's been on the table for months, I'm sure. And But I do think Nick Bosa is somebody who has watched his brother get hurt over and over and over again. That coming into the NFL knows you just don't last very long. And after winning Rookie of the Year, being in the Super Bowl, proving he is the most important defensive player on this team. Think about this. Whenever Nick Bosa plays, whenever he's healthy for a full season, 2019, 2021, 2022, where has San Francisco ended their season? The NFC Championship game or better? Nick Bosa is this team's Clay Thompson prior to this year for the Golden State Warriors. When he's healthy, they're in a championship. They're in the playoffs on a deep run. They're winning something. They're in the hunt for the final four player or teams in trying to get that Lombardi trophy. Nick Bosa is that important. We know that here in San Francisco. We know that if you go into the year with Drake Jackson and Clellan Farrow and Austin Bryant and Taco Charlton, all due respect, this is not the same defense. The whole reason of bringing in Javon Hargrave and Eric Armstead and having a young player like Drake Jackson, uh, bringing in Clellan Farrell to be a reclamation project was because you have Nick Bosa across from him to give those guys whether it's time or kind of mix and match their strengths next to essentially three all-pro type players, especially in Hargrave and Bosa's case, right? You brought in Hargrave to be the monster on the inside next to Armstead and just fill the gaps and take up double teams while you free Nick Bosa to get even more sacks or give guys like Jackson and Farrell and Brian and Charlton the ability to get in the backfield and get themselves six state sacks this year. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. That all goes out the window if Nick Bosa is not here. If Nick Bosa is not here, the plan defensively is now weakened. Your coverage gets worse. You're reliant on Drake Jackson and Clellan Farrell, all due respect, to now define and contain and hold down the edge position here. And they can play up to par and, and be awesome this year, and that's great. But I'd rather have Nick Bosa, you know? I would rather have the reigning defensive player of the year in the building and lined up against Pittsburgh's left and right tackle come week one of the NFL season. So John Lynch, 
pick up the red phone, the bat phone, bling, bling, and you say, hey, Nick, you know, you know, we saw the previous offer we gave you. Let's raise that thing by two or three million dollars. You're not going to get fined when you come in at all. We're just going to get you in here. Give Nick Bosa what he wants. Now, look, from San Francisco's perspective, again, there's Shrek, there's onions, there's layers, right? They want to structure this thing. So they can re-sign Brandon Ayuk. They can bring back other players next year. And they can kind of lower that cap hit to, you know, reduce the need to cut players or, or you know, let valuable pieces out the door next offseason. That starts here with Nick Bosa. They want him here. Nick Bosa wants to be here. The difference is um, Nick Bosa is not going to lose any value holding out. Any. None. Like, he's not Le'Veon Bell, you know, I'm, I'm just going to hold out for a year. Like, hypothetically, let's say Nick Bosa doesn't play at all this year. He's going to get paid the same, if not more, money next year. He'll be fresh, you know, uh, you know, with no injuries. You know, what, 26 years old then at that point being like, okay, like, pay me. Like, I'm still at this point, you know, a defensive player of the year, a rookie of the year. Let at some point the NFL in sacks. Like, the price tag is not going to get cheaper for San Francisco than it is right now. And it's weird saying that, but Nick Bosa, the last thing you want is him hitting the free agent market. San Francisco is not going to let that happen. And that's, you know, a long ways away, but things can get there if maybe there's a dispute, like Tony Pauline says, or if there's disagreement on certain things, right? Bosa can say, I'm kicking my ball and I'm going home. Well, he's actually already home, but you get my point, right? He's, he's already in, in Florida working out, getting that body right. But John Lynch, he said, we have to balance urgency and patience. And it's hard to do that because many fans are saying, we're going into week two of the preseason. Why aren't you here yet? Um, you've missed the entirety of training camp. Uh, and to those worried about that, I would say it's literally practice. Um, if anybody... Nick Bosa is not the person to worry about if his body's right. Uh, I think Nick Bosa has his body right 365 days a year. <laughs> um, his his cheat day is probably protein bars and a kale salad. <laughs> like that's probably what it is. Um, he ain't eating. You know, he's not sitting down eating Hidden Valley. You know, ranch dressing and you know, pounding Twinkies. He's out there having protein bars and and freshly cut steak with the with the mango salad and you know, getting his greens and his fruits and a quinoa with some salmon. And, a, and like a cranberry sauce. Like, Nick Bosa has his body right, ready to go. It's simply just waiting on San Francisco to meet him at the right price total. And for San Francisco, do it. Like, I would, ra I would rather have Nick Bosa than almost 99% of the players on this team currently. Over Greenlaw, over Mooney Ward, over Lenore, over Hufunga, uh over Brock Purdy, over George Kittle. Uh, I probably have him over Debo Samuel and Brandon Ayuk. And I love all those players. Nick Bosa is arguably more important than all of them. I could argue Nick Bosa is the most important player on this San Francisco 49er team. Uh, I think a deal gets done. But when you hear a reporter, that being Tony Pauline, say, hey, things like they have been not, they've not been talking. There's been no chit chat between San Francisco and Nick Bosa, where does that put your mind? Does that concern you? Does that make you say, hey, 
or week two, guys. You're going to figure this out now because I'm starting to get scared. My boots are shaking and my Shrek shirt is starting to quiver. <laughs> like, like, please, John Lynch, Frog, make the call. Get this thing right. Does that put you in that position? Or do you sit back like myself and say, if he doesn't sign after this week, okay. Then we may have an issue. Then you might you might you know, get the sound the alarm, right? <laughs> you might get the siren buzzing uh, over the top and you might, you know, you, you might get a little concern and, and worry and you might have the fan base buzzing saying, hey, why isn't this thing done yet? Which, if that's the case, could lend, you know, credence to Pauline's report when saying that, hey, Nick Bosa might not be in the building for weeks and could be out for week one, maybe week two. Like, the last thing you want if you're San Francisco is for Nick Bosa to not be in the building uh, for the entirety of training camp, miss week one, miss week two, and you're going into a short Thursday night game against the Giants week three. At what point do you draw the line and say, Nick, get in the building right now, you're under contract? At what point do you have to find him to get him in the building? Um, and at what point, if you do find Nick Bosa, like let's say San Francisco and Nick Bosa are kind of at an impasse and they can't figure out money. Do they start to find him to get him back in the building? And if you're Nick Bosa, does that piss you off even more? Does that make you say, well, I'm not coming in even more now? Like, you're doing the wrong thing. It's a dirty tactic. I'm not doing it. Like, could that lend Nick Bosa to being you know, more disgruntled or unhappy? Like, right now, I don't think he is. It's more so pay me what I'm worth. And I think right now it's more about figuring out you know, small little details. What's your bonus going to be? What's your cap hit going to be? How can we structure this thing? Can we give you, you know, void years toward the end? Can we add a bunch of like, is it's actually a five-year contract, but it's an eight-year contract to spread your money out more for us. Um, I think it's small stuff like that. Again, I don't think there's too much um, to take from the report when it comes to him missing week one. I think there is a line in the sand that they're going to draw and say, enough's enough. Like, at what point does Steve Wilkes say, can you give me my <laughs> defensive player of the year? What, at, at what point does Kyle Shanahan say, John, Frog, Jed, like, I need my best defensive player. You guys are screwing me. Now, there's always Nick Bosa's perspective on this when it comes to, hey, like, sorry. Like, this is the way it goes. I want the money. I want Aaron Donald-type money. And if San Francisco is reluctant to spend that on Nick Bosa, um, that will be concerning to me. Aaron Donald, one of the greatest defensive players to ever set foot in the NFL. Undoubtedly. Nick Bosa's on that trajectory. Nick Bosa's on the way up the mountain of greatest defensive ends of all time. Has to stay healthy. Has to play five, six more years. But right now in the past since 2019... 2023, he's been top 5, top 10 since he stepped foot in the NFL. And the only reason he isn't maybe number 1 over the past 5 years is because he tore the ACL in 2020. That's the only reason why. Outside of that, there's no knocks on his game. He is the perfect specimen of football. When you point to prototypical football player, it's Nick Bosa. Jack to the core, biceps like freaking Hulk Hogan in 1982, picking up under the giant and slamming him down. That's Nick Bosa with the freaking eight pack chiseled into his core. Like you cannot, Quadzilla, like you cannot find a player 
built like Nick Bosa in the NFL. There's only one Nick Bosa. Um, he's the best defensive player at edge rusher on the team in the NFL. They have to get this done. But with the idea that if Nick Bosa is indeed going to hold out, could miss the start of the season, does that worry you? Does that concern you? It, it, that would worry me. But realistically, are you sitting there at your house, at your job, in your car, on the way to work? Are you sitting there saying, why hasn't Nick Bosa signed yet? Uh, could it be there isn't communication? Which is what Tony Pauline says. I don't believe that. Um, Kyle Shanahan's pretty, you know, close-lipped on certain things. When you ask him, and the update, Kyle, he goes, nope, that's not my job. I don't, I'm not in contract negotiations. That's John and Prague and Jed. That's all of them, not me. Um, I just coach football. And so if that's the case, um, there should be some heat on John Lynch and Parag Marate if this doesn't get done come after week two of preseason. He needs to be in the building after week two. That gives him two weeks to get his body right, two weeks to you know get himself back up to speed um, with the defense. Again, this is a new system for him. This is, while very simplistic of, you know, Nick Bosa, get quarterback. <laughs> it's very caveman-like, you know, Nick Bosa, get quarterback. I get that. But it's a new system with new players like Farrell, Bryant, Hargrave, Drake Jackson. Like, there are some new players being implemented into the defense. Isaiah Oliver, um, a lot of young linebackers here, a new defensive coordinator here. Like, he may want to utilize Nick Bosa differently. Uh, I think this deal gets done after week two against Denver after this Saturday coming up. But if it doesn't, um, sound the alarm. Uh, we're going to start hearing. I'm going to start saying, where is Nick Bosa? Why isn't he in the building? But as of Tuesday, August 15th, when you're watching and hearing this, Wednesday, August 16th, um, are you concerned? Are you worried? worried? Are you sitting there saying, hey... Um, when is this going to get done? And if it isn't done by Saturday after the Denver game, what's your mindset going to be? Tell me down below in the comments. Hit me up on social media. Are we inching closer and closer and closer to feeling pressure of this deal needs to get done? Pay him Aaron Donald money. And if they aren't talking, if they aren't having conversations, Bosa's camp in San Francisco, um, why not? That doesn't make any sense. I don't think that's true. That's why I told you earlier. Remember last year when Tony Pauline said there was a Godfather deal for Evo Samuel and there wasn't? Um, he's an East Coast guy. He didn't even have the Jets sourcing right. Uh, what makes people, or I don't believe this, but what lends to the credibility that he has people inside San Francisco? Um, again, all due respect, not questioning him as a person or a journalist, but there are some questions as to what he's done in the past and to what this report might actually mean. It could not be true. The sourcing could be the janitor who's like, oh, I've been seeing Nick Bosa around. I'm probably not even talking. The sourcing could be anybody. The sourcing could be John Lynch himself. Uh, I would lend it to being a janitor over John Lynch, but again, all due respect <laughs> to Tony Pauline. Um, I'm sure he's a great guy, but he's been wrong before. I, I do think he's wrong here, but if he's right... And it's not done by Saturday or Sunday afternoon. Uh, we're gonna start hitting. Uh, hey, uh, dial dial John Lynch's number. You know, you know, you know, nine one one seven one one, whatever the number is. You know, four one five. Like John Lynch 
figure this thing out before it gets too late. You don't want to have your reigning defensive player of the year not on the field against the Pittsburgh Steelers, against TJ Watt come week one in a year where you have to get off to a quick start before you face the Giants and Philadelphia and the Rams in week two and many other great teams down the stretch of the season, Seattle and Baltimore on top of them as well. So if the report's right and they haven't been talking and Nick Bosa could miss week one of the NFL season, how do you feel about that? Tell me in the comments below, what would you pay him? Would there be someone you'd move to make a deal happen if Nick Bosa wants more money than he actually uh, has said he wants previously? Now, what do you think about Nick Bosa's contract negotiations? Tell me down in the comments below. Hit me up on social media. Uh, and don't forget to use, if you want to go to any Niner game this year, preseason this Saturday against Denver, against the Chargers in two weeks, against Pittsburgh in week one in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, if you want to go to any game this year, Use our promo code 49ERSACCESS, 49ERSACCESS, and save yourself $20 off your first purchase at SeatGeek.com. Also, uh, follow us on social media at 49ers underscore access is the Twitter. 49ers dot access is the Instagram. Updates. Hot takes, constant Niners talk are happening on all those platforms. You can also buy some merch at fanatics.com using our link above on the screen right here. I'm pointing to it as you can see or down below in the description. Use that link, buy some merch and support the show. In the meantime, a short podcast for you here today. Thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Don't forget to leave a like, share, leave a review. Uh, tell your friends about the show. Leaving a review means so much. Like genuinely, leave a review. It helps us climb in the charts. You tell your friends, they listen, they watch, also helps us. And guess what? On YouTube, you'll leave a like. You can always take it away once the episode's done and it's no harm, no foul. Just want to let you know in ways you can support the show as we head into week two of the NFL preseason. Don't, don't wait. Because later this week, we're going to preview that game against Denver. Broncos country, let's ride. They're coming to Levi Stadium on Saturday at 5.30. You're not going to want to miss the preview episode of that game on Saturday. What's Trey Lance going to do? Can he bounce back? What's Sam Darnold going to do? Who's healthy? Who's not? What are we going to want to see on Saturday's game? Denver versus San Francisco. Again, for one last time, my name is Sterling Bennett saying thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. This has been the Ford Matter Access Podcast. And until next time, stay faithful. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 